Your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief keeps you informed about what's happening in Annapolis, Anne Arundel County, and Maryland. Local news, local sports, local events, local opinion, and, of course, local weather. Your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief starts now. Good morning. It's Thursday, November 5th. 2020. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. All right, a quick rundown of some of the election results. You probably have already heard them elsewhere. I'm not going to get into the national stuff, but let's look at the state and local. On the statewide, there were two questions. There was one for modification of the state budget process, which was giving the General Assembly more power to modify the governor's budget, and that passed resoundingly with 74%. The second state question was the expansion of gaming to include sports and event wagering, and that also passed resoundingly at 66.3%. Now, on that question, too, about the sports and event wagering, this does give the green light to the concept of sports betting. Details about the implementation need to be determined a little bit bit later. Yes, that's typical of our General Assembly. The outstanding questions do include like how many sport betting licenses will be awarded? How will they be taxed? And where does the money go? The question did say it goes to education, but that was pretty vague. It didn't say whether it would flow into the Education Trust Fund, which is the lockbox, or be used elsewhere. Stay tuned and we will see on that. All in all, Anne Arundel County had a 74% turnout rate, which was absolutely fantastic. Please keep that up for 2021 and 2022 elections. In District 2, Congressman Dutch Ruppersberger is going back for another term. In District 3, Congressman John Sarbanes is going back for another term. Anthony Brown in District 4 will go back for another term. And House Majority Leader Steny Hoyer won his 22nd term. Do the math on that. That's 44 years in Congress. Locally here in Anne Arundel County, we did have three races for school board. In District 1, Robert Silkworth came out ahead with 56.3% of the vote. In District 3, Corinne Frank came out ahead with 52.6% of the vote. And here in District 6, we were incredibly lucky to have two incredibly qualified people running for the Board of Education, India Ox and Joanna Bache-Tobin. Joanna Bache-Tobin did eke out the win there with 55.2% of the vote. So congratulations to all of the candidates. And yesterday, about two dozen demonstrators rallied at the People's Park on Calvert Street to demand that Maryland lawmakers sign a pledge ensuring that every lawful vote cast in the presidential election will be counted. While the president is rallying for halting the count, Maryland is really a solid Joe Biden state, not really a swing state or a battleground state, nor has there been any chatter about not counting all the votes. So I'm not sure what the message was, but it was part of a national movement. And as we start to wrap up a little bit of COVID news, in a conference call with media yesterday, County Executive Pittman said that he and other county executives in the area will be pressuring Governor Hogan to tighten up on his COVID restrictions. He cited the county's numbers, which are increasing, so you want to stay tuned on that. We may see some further restrictions coming down the line, probably sooner than later. And if you are having problems paying your utility bills, just remember that the utilities are able to start turning off service beginning November 15th. The key to this is get in there early and get a payment plan. Bill Freeman, who's the Director of Office of Home and Energy Programs at the Maryland Department of Human Services, is asking anybody that's affected to take proactive steps. You want to go to dhs.maryland.gov, search for Home Energy Programs. You'll get all the information there. There are programs there to be able to assist you with paying your bill. And the real important thing is to get a payment plan established with whomever's threatening to cut off your utilities. 
Freeman did say reaching out to your local home energy program office is like making an immediate connection with a helpful next-door neighbor. Each of our local offices is quite literally on standby, ready to assist whomever comes through our virtual doors, so there is no reason to hesitate. If you are having problems paying your bill, if you do have a turnoff notice, you want to make sure you go to dhs.maryland.gov and then search for the Office of Home Energy Programs. Get some help there. All right, that does wrap it up for the news today. Please make sure you're checking out ionanapolis.net throughout the day because we're going to be updating these stories and more. If you're someplace you can leave us a rating or a review, please do that. And make sure your friends, family, and colleagues all know how to get a hold of us. It is Thursday, so we do have Trevor standing by with your Annapolis Makerspace Maker Minutes. And as we have every day, George Young is here with your local DCMDVA weather forecast. All of that is coming up after this brief message from Solar Energy Services. Hello, energy consumers. This is Rick Peters, president of Solar Energy Services, with your Clean Energy Minute. Does your home experience power outages? Or maybe you're concerned about energy resilience in general. If so, that's another great reason to consider clean, quiet, solar-powered energy with battery backup. You may have heard residential solar adoption has rapidly increased during the pandemic for multiple reasons. And many homeowners, like yourself, are adding battery backup and electric vehicle charging to their solar projects. And with Maryland's Residential Energy Storage Income Tax Credit, along with the federal tax credit for batteries when paired with solar, the economics are quite compelling, and that secure feeling is even better. So whether you're looking for clean energy, energy resilience, or overall peace of mind with solar energy, we can help. To schedule a free solar design, call us today at 410-923-6090 or on the web at solarsaves.net. But hurry, sunshine's a-wasting. Sunshine, sunshine, nothing else can make me feel so fine. When you live near Annapolis, you know how fickle the weather can be. So you need a truly local forecast that's accurate and reliable. Forecast right here in Annapolis. DCMDVA weather is not just for today, but for the rest of the week and the weekend too. Now here's George Young of DCMDVA weather with the weather outlook for today and beyond. Fooled you. It's not George, it's John. The tech demons are at it again. I was not able to get the weather forecast file this morning, so so you're stuck with me interpreting DCMDVA.com's report. Well, we are off to a breezy start today, and the wind will be picking up as the day goes on. Skies are going to be partly cloudy with wind from 9 miles per hour to almost 25 miles per hour as we get into the evening. Temperatures will be pretty steady right at about 60 degrees. I call that a sweater weather. Friday looks downright blustery with a small chance of rain late morning into midday. Wind is 25 miles an hour to almost 50 miles an hour with decreasing temperatures. We're going to start out in the low 60s and slide down into the mid 50s. Looking into the weekend, if I'm reading George's charts correctly, looks like it's going to be mid to upper 50s all weekend. Breezy and a decent chance of rain Saturday morning and again overnight into Sunday. That is my interpretation of the DCMDVA weather forecast. George will be back again on Friday morning. But in the meantime, you want to make sure you go to DCMDVAweather.com. Make sure you download their app. Have it right on your phone because they are the only people that are forecasting it right here in Anne Arundel County. So you have the weather that matters to you. Another moving moment from Christy Neidhart of the Christy Neidhart team from Northrop Realty, a long and foster company. I've always loved being a realtor because to me, it's more than a job. It's something that gives me an incredible sense of helping others. And this year in particular, when so many people we've helped had to move rather than wanted to move, it gave me an even greater sense of purpose. 
Whatever the reason for someone's move, from a career relocation to simply needing to downsize, it has truly been super rewarding and a privilege to be able to assist our clients through all the steps of their journeys. Though it hasn't always been easy, we've learned new ways of navigating the home buying and selling process. So whether you need to say goodbye to your current home or are looking for a new house to start the next chapter of your life in, the Christy Neidhart team is here to work with you and for you. Because truly, we are all in this together. That's another moving moment from Christy Neidhart. To get in touch, call 410-295-6579 or visit kn-team.com. That's kn-team.com. Every week, makers, crafters, and educators hold events all over the area. Highlighting some of those, here's our Maker Minutes, brought to you by Annapolis Makerspace. Hey, this is Trevor from Annapolis Makerspace with this week's Maker Minutes. London Town Gardens down in Edgewater has done a bunch of Colonial Cocktails, and tonight they're doing a repeat of the Colonial Cocktails Lamb's Wool and Hot Buttered Rum Workshop. Learn how to make and enjoy these two Colonial-era cocktails. Lamb's Wool is made with apples, brown ale, and spices, and everybody knows hot buttered rum. At Art Farm in Annapolis, tonight their beginner photography class for ages 12 through 15 continues, run by Allison Harbaugh from Sugar Farm Productions and Fearless Girls Photography Camps, as well as Pulitzer Prize-winning photojournalist Joshua Macero. On Saturday, check out Art Farm's outdoor mini art camp for ages 7 through 10. Give yourself a break by dropping the kids off for a couple of hours for this great mini art camp. On Sunday, Art Farm's Outdoor Sketch Night moves from the Annapolis Town Center down to the Maryland Theater for Performing Arts at Park Place, featuring a live model and costume going through various poses. On Monday, they have mixed-media sculpture for ages 10 through 15, and on Tuesday, they have a graphic design class where students will learn the fundamentals of design, from color theory to font choices to branding. Over at Maryland Hall, they have a whole bunch of virtual as well as socially distanced on-site classes. Check out their site for information on classes like Watercolor Material Explorations, Glass 2, Projects and Aspirations, Linoleum Block Carving and Clay Imprints, Let's Paint November, Foundations of Drawing, Landscape and Drone Photo Editing, and more. At the Anne Arundel County Public Library System, as always, lots of Facebook Live story times to keep the young kids occupied. But then also tonight, check out the virtual Big Read discussion, Citizen, an American Lyric, Claudia Rankine's Essay, Imagery, and Poetry, a powerful testament to the individual and collective effects of racism. Tomorrow, check out the Great Movies discussion with 1945's Detour and 1949's DOA that can be watched through the library's access to Canopy with a K. Saturday, check out STEM at Home, How to Make a Wiggle Bot. Unfortunately, the workshop is already full, but it's a great reminder of all the fun things the library system is doing that you should keep an eye out for. On Monday, check out Intro to Calligraphy with the Severn Library. And then on Wednesday, there's another Intro to Library ebooks and streaming. At Unallocated Space in Severn, they have another virtual happy hour tonight. And tomorrow, there's another virtual DC 443 Hack the Box working group. Hone your cybersecurity skills in a fun and social environment. And at Annapolis Makerspace this week, tonight, check out one of our bi-weekly open house and new member orientation nights. If you want to check out the shop before you're deciding to join, tonight's a great night to drop by. And if you have any questions about the Annapolis Makerspace, the Maker Minutes, or any of these events, feel free to contact me at trevor at makeannapolis.org. And you can find links to all of these events at the Annapolis Makerspace website at makeannapolis.org as well. Whether you're making art, software, sawdust, or just a mess, chances are you're already a maker. This has been Trevor from Annapolis Makerspace with this week's Maker Minutes. You've been listening to the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Tell your friends and colleagues, this is the podcast where you can keep up on the latest with what's going on in Annapolis and Anne Arundel County. And don't forget about our website, iamannapolis.net, where you can find even more information. And make sure you follow us on Facebook at All Annapolis and on Twitter at IonAnnapolis. This Daily News Brief podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 6 a.m.